Let's see if we got this fixed, guys. For some reason, the uh, some technical technical difficulties. difficulties on first show back. So give us just a second here. It's been a minute. Oh, beautiful! Look at that. There we go. Now we look good. Welcome back. All right, welcome back, guys. Glad to have you back here at uh, Two Average Guys. Yes. Um, I'm awfully shiny. The light's right on my balding head, so. Probably. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, stoked to be back. Um, stoked that college football starts actually next weekend. Yeah. Uh, got a, a hot matchup with Florida and Miami, so yes. excited for that to start. And a lot of people are calling that a, a key matchup of the year. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Miami really, I think, did not live up to expectations last year. Florida maybe went above expectations last year, so. Um, a lot of people are thinking Miami's going to come back and have a really good year. So we'll see. I don't like either team. I really kind of hope the stadium just implodes and neither team wins. But we know that's not going to happen. But um, anyways, welcome back to Two Average Guys. For those of you watching on Cornhouse Grenade Nation, welcome. Uh, those of you watching on Two Average Guys, welcome. Uh, we, we definitely advise, uh, you know, ask us questions. We're not going to know everything, but we'll answer what we can. Uh, we just hope to have fun. Uh, for those of you that are new to the show, new to Two Average Guys, uh, my name is Matt. I'm Jimmy. And uh, we've been doing this. This is actually going to be our fifth football season. Uh, we started back in 2015, that season, um, and Jimmy and I have been doing it since. So uh, we are super excited to be back um, and very excited to bring you just college football fun, hopefully. Hopefully yeah. we have a good time, and um, hopefully our helmet helmet's shining a little bit. We might have to okay. adjust, but uh, anyways, we yes. have a, uh, we a have new helmet this new year. new addition to Two Average Guys is um, this baby. Yeah, we, got, we do have a sticker on there. It's kind of hard to see, but it says Two Average Guys. Um, and we got this from uh, a good, well, hopefully soon to be a good friend of ours. Friend of the program. Uh, friend, friend of the program. A friend of two average guys. Um, we actually met him for the first time at a uh, sports but, banquet, yeah, the celebrity banquet yeah, last year. We got invited to um, Brandon Kinney. Brandon Kinney, and he actually works for Zenith, and they sell uh, safe football equipment to youth and even college football teams. Um, so this is one of their uh, medium-sized kids' helmets. I tried to put it on, and it doesn't doesn't fit me very well. I thought I was going to die in it. And then I, cool. then I realized it was uh, not an adult helmet and uh, realized why it didn't fit my fat head. So um, anyways, guys, we are – thanks, Pooty loves the helmet. Uh, we are super excited to be back. Uh, like I said, talk Husker football. Um, I kind of had to laugh earlier. It's been a very busy summer uh, for both Jimmy and I, and uh, we typically don't do anything in the summer for two average guys. We did some recruiting this last year um, after the football season, and honestly, I tried to keep up with it, but you know, if that's got to be that's your job, and I just, I couldn't keep up with it. It was a lot, and I felt like as soon as the 2019 class was kind of finished, 2020 had already started, and I'm like, right. I can't keep up with everything. No, so. and you know, you need a break. Everybody needs a break. Everybody's got stuff going on. So, so speaking about going on, what did you do this summer? Oh, just work, and I went to Italy for two weeks. So okay. went overseas for two weeks. Yes. Lucky guy. It was pretty sweet. Good. Well, if you want to see pictures? I posted a few, but yeah, just ask and I'll show you some. Um, and then I spent my summer really just uh, enjoying it, trying to enjoy it. Um, and then I enjoyed the Stanley Cup win for the uh, yes. St. Louis Blues. Super yes. exciting for me. Um, and then, you know, for me, I don't have an off-season for football. So football gets over. A lot of people are like, I got nothing until football starts again. Well, I got baseball. We got baseball. We got hockey that we watch. And so we're really covered throughout the entire year. But yes. 
Uh, and then I had a nice little week vacation, just got back uh, about a little over a week ago. And then I bought a new house. So yes. kind of a busy summer, but mm-hmm. uh, like I said, we're glad to be back and we're going to give you as much content as we can and, and hopefully you guys enjoy the fun. Um, Absolutely. So... This offseason has been kind of interesting for Nebraska. So last year we go four and eight. Um, a lot of people would say we were we didn't live up to expectations. A lot of people yeah. say uh, Scott Frost was just a bunch of fluff last year. P- opponents were like, eh, Nebraska, they're not going to be back. They're never going to be back. Right. Um, I think we gained a lot of momentum this offseason. Um, looking at the weight room is only one story. You got you got to translate size and weight to the field as well right. and we know that uh but i feel like a lot it's of a our step guys in the right direction i think duvall had another an entire off season with these guys now uh as long and same with the rest of the coaching staff and i think people should be excited about that and seeing the size uh of some of these guys coming out of um out of spring into and in the summer into guys. the fall these guys are ready to go it seems like speed is there it seems like strength is there more than anything, it seems like the unity is there with this team. Yeah, yeah. And I know, obviously, we had a, an injury uh, at the end of, last, this, end of this last week, that backup left tackle mm-hmm. out for the season. I know in, in some particular positions, depth is still going to be an issue, but yeah. we're getting better. Yeah, and, and you're always going to have, uh, when we had where we were, you consider where we were with Mike Riley, and you consider, you know, we didn't have much depth with him either. So now we have to continue to try right. to build that depth. And we're sw- and Frost and staff are switching guys around to different positions. It sounds like Will Farniak is actually in the spotlight to start, start at center, center. Um, which means what happens to Cam Jurgens? Um, there was word of him being injured hurt. again yeah. um, mm-hmm. in the offseason. So I think he's still kind of up in the air, but I still see him playing at some point. You also have Matt Farniak, who is an offensive lineman, yeah, who be uh, he'll be in there. I think we have Bryce Benhart, uh, another he's guy who competing is for a competing spot, for a spot. Um, he'll see some playing time as well. It might not be right away, right away but he's going to see playing time. Um, yeah, the both offensive and defensive line, I feel like, kind of grown a little bit more depth than we've had. What do we got? Oh, Kyle. So Kyle Miller, <laughs> he's excited about seeing us. Kyle, we love you. We're excited to see you. Come on the show sometime. Come, come hang out. Bring some vowels. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a hook up there still. Um, but really, depth is definitely, I think, something where I feel better about on the defensive line side. We just got, uh, oh, uh, what's his first name, Green? Um, yeah. Uh, on the defensive line, a JUCO transfer, late JUCO transfer, but he's a guy who has been playing college football the last couple of years. Right. He's in he's in shape. He's a guy who's been in he's the game. He's not quite conditioned to where they want. I think him it's Jakeem yet. Green. He's not quite there yet, mm-hmm. but you know, they, everything I've heard is that there's potential there, and yeah. it's just going to take a little bit of getting him up to speed. When I've heard already, just his wow factor, his leadership abilities. Um, on and off the field. So you got him and, and Daniels bringing in that leadership from other teams. Um, you have our current leadership. You have Mo Berry in there. Yep. Um, there's been a lot of talk about him. Adrian Martinez, I think, is growing into a better leader. Um, he w- he wasn't really much a leader last year, so much as he was, was just good. He was trying to learn from other guys and really learn yeah. what leadership is. Exactly. 
So I'm excited. I'm excited for year two with him. I think that's going to be a big opportunity for him to show everybody. Not only am I a good quarterback, and was I one of the best, fre- you know, second best freshman in the country last year, but I have potential to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country, um, if not the best. He's got a ways to go, but um, but I think he has a good opportunity. I'm excited to see him grow. I think everybody was excited to see him grow after last year um, in that yeah, leadership got, role, including Frost. Not only that, but he put on some pounds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jacked. Absolutely. So um, something I wanted to hit the road running first, uh, and Ryan just asked about it, about our backs and our receivers. So let, we had a chance, a really good opportunity to go listen to Ryan Held speak. He is unbelievable speaker. Uh, he is. Unbelievable recruiter, I can only imagine, because the way he talked was like... I wanted to put the pads on. I know. He would tell me to get off the field, but I wanted to put them on and be like, hey, I'll play for He's you. He's standing in, in a living room. It's going to be hard to say no. Yeah, I think uh, his, his energy, his... Um, his passion, not only for the game of football, but for Nebraska. I mean, he played for Nebraska, so yep. he knows what it's like to be in that locker room. He knows what it's like to be a part of a championship team. The guy knows what it's like to win, and he wants nothing more to win. A couple of guys he talked about when we were there. Um, might be surprised to some people, maybe not, but uh, Ramir Johnson was one guy he talked about more than once as yeah. far as one of the running backs who he may be fresh, he may be new, but watch out, you're going to see him play. He said he will see the field this year. Yeah. Um, and he also talked about him being a uh, more than a one-sport athlete and how much he encourages young guys in high school to play more than one sport because there's different aspects to every sport. There's different mindsets there's different obstacles you go through no pun intended in track but ramir johnson was a track track. star yeah i couldn't remember Um, but you have guys that you know a lot of coaches will say stick to one sport to be successful in that sport but you get a different team mentality in different sports baseball and soccer are different track is totally different mindset than it is playing football you're not out there hitting guys you're focused it's a total mind game when you're running um and you can use that in another sport mm -hmm. what you learn and Exactly. Things like that. So So he said Ramir Johnson is one guy in the backfield to watch out for this year that will see some playing time. Yeah, I mean, obviously Wandale's going to play. And they said he's going to be playing some running back, which, you know, he was he, well, he's going to play a lot of receiver that Duck are. That but probably is because Maurice Washington's situation is kind of up in the air. And I don't even know if it's that because we still have uh, Wyatt Mazur, um, who looked hella good, and uh, Held had nothing but good things to say about Wyatt when we listened yeah. to talk too. So, um, and obviously Dedrick Mills. Oh my God, that guy's going to be yeah, a powerhouse. He's be a beast, I know so. I said it last year um, when we were talking about him potentially coming to Nebraska. He hadn't committed yet. Um, how he's kind of a cross between uh, an Amani cross because he can pound between the tackles, but he also has the speed like Abdullah or Burkhead to get outside the tackles and and break free downfield. So kind of more like a. Maybe a bigger Divina Zigbo. Yeah, and I don't even I don't even know if he's bigger. Um, no, but he, I think he's Divine, gonna, Divine got a touchdown pass today. I don't yeah, know if you saw that. Very nice. Uh, but I think he's going to be successful like uh, Zigbo was last year. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to hit the gate running. So excited about our backs. I think our backs. Um, you know, Mo Washington. You mentioned him. Uh, he still has another another date. It sounds like he's going to be really unsure. He might not even play this season just because well, all his court stuff keeps getting pushed back and back and back because of his next dates in August. It's this month, isn't it? Or next month? It's he still sure. doesn't have a court date for a while, so we don't know what what his deal is. But right or now, maybe I, if he can play until then, yeah, and that that's what we don't know. I either. mean, I think he's running with the ones, so yeah. I don't know. And we know what Mo can do. We know he can run the ball. We know he can be successful. Yeah. Um, wide receivers. I mean, obviously Spielman. Spielman's our number one. 
Um, we know Wandell. Uh, Wandell Robinson's out there as He's a going to be a, a lot receiver. Of balls out of the backfield or out of the slot or yep. wherever they have him. But guys from last year, we still got Mike Williams. Uh, man, I, t- I talked a lot about him last year, his blocking ability. Um, he's got that He's got that ability to block downfield. He also has the ability to catch passes. Um, I don't know if the last couple of years, if it's been a playbook thing, if it's been a confidence thing, uh, but Mike Williams is one of those guys I think is going to break out this year. Um, and it's they're, a senior they're year. trying to let him. And I think he, and and I think he and wants to. Woodyard, I think they're – I mean, between the two of them, yeah. somebody they want somebody to step up. But one of those two guys has to be a number two. Um, and then Cade Warner. Cade Warner, we saw he's got good hands. Um, I know they've been kind of holding him out of practice. I don't know if he's got oh, – well, same with a few of those guys. Mm-hmm. And it could be a workload. They don't yeah. want to do too much. It might be minor injuries here and there. They yeah. just want them ready to go. Bumps and bruises and that. So um, hits. we have uh, Darren Chase. Yeah. Um, haven't heard a lot about him in the offseason, but... I heard a... I mean, I I read a little bit about him. Um, evidently, they're liking what they're seeing. Yeah. I don't so, know, and yeah, and I, everything... And that's all I really school. heard. There's not a lot, you know. Yeah. It, it's hard to read or hear what people say and, and really know... Oh yeah, take it. So yeah, and if you're not there, I mean, you're not seeing it uh, head on. So, uh, but I do think you know we have a good wide receiving core. We have some young guys, but we also have depth. Uh, you know, Spielman's still a young guy. Uh, he's still not. He's not even a senior. So, he, but yeah. he's one of those guys that's gonna be our number one. Well, but I think Woodyard and Williams are right behind him and need to step up in that role to really beat those breakout guys, those number two and number three guys we can hit, and then our tight ends. Oh yeah. I mean, they're they're huge. Well, and we saw what last year we did a few plays of the tight ends, those seams up the middle, some crossing routes. I think we need to be creative with our tight ends because we know Stoll can catch. And I think Jack Stoll, the more involved he is in the game, I think he's our number one tight end. He's got to be. He's got to be involved. Uh, he's got to be involved in the block game. He's got to be involved in the in the pass game. And then um, Allen. Yeah. I mean, I think he had a few drops. I mean, if we if he can yep. clean some of that stuff up, I think he can be pretty Alan, good. Allen's a big guy, and I think yeah. he's someone in that tight end spot to look out for this year too. I think you know, we we have some depth at tight end. Um, most of the guys are younger, but uh, I think between okay. between Allen and Stoll, those two guys can carry a lot of the workload. Yeah, I was reading a couple things that said um, coming from Martinez, he said a couple things. He said, um, you know, we don't have Stanley Morgan this year, but it seems like we have more options at yes. wide receiver than we than we did. Yep, absolutely. Which is good to hear. Um, and he also said he can definitely tell a difference with the defense from oh, last year. yes. He's been able yep. to tell a big difference, which is good to hear, especially coming from a quarterback that has progressed even. Yeah, well, and you, you mentioned uh, – you mentioned you know no Stanley Morgan this year. Last year it almost felt like if it wasn't Stanley Morgan or J.D. Spielman, we didn't know where the ball was exactly. going. And Cade Warner was – I mean, he probably, I don't know how many balls he caught, but yeah, they threw the ball to him a decent amount last year. Yeah, um, but I feel like it was easy for a defense kind of read where we're going with the ball. If you got if you guys, got Woodyard, Williams, Spielman, Warner, um, Darian got, Chase, you got our you got tight guys ends coming out of the backfield. Wandale, Wandale. I think we have a more well-rounded offense. And shoot, what was it? Six or seven games last year, we put up over 500 yards of offense. Um, so it's not like our offense was lacking last no, year and we even had a very thin o-line so mm-hmm. if if that's a little bit deeper then i think that just gives you a, a that should give us a positive picture to look at 
yeah, the, de- the, the offensive line depth was terrible last year. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it's still not great. It's not where we want it, but I think we have some more experience now. We have younger guys coming up that are going to be able to fill some holes and help out with just, uh, guys that are Yeah, not. or maybe just come give somebody a breather and you can trust them to go out there and run a few plays. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, the depth, yeah, it's always going to be – it's always going to be a concern when it comes to the offense and defensive line, and, and there aren't any other guys or any other teams that don't have those types of issues. Yeah. One thing I was uh, reading up on is um, Cam Taylor, obviously. Yes. He's going to be a beast. Um, and just the defensive backs as a whole seem to be much better than last year. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I, mean, that was, I know that that was a weak spot. It, it was what it, it, was, it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I feel I like know. our defensive line and our line and our linebacker as a core was a worse off spot than our defensive backs. That's probably true. Lamar Jackson is is back. DiCaprio um, Boodle is going to be a stud. Boodle is a stud. You know we have uh, JoJo Doman who can play more than just linebacker. I think they want him as a linebacker because how probably he say hunts he, down the ball. He played. Pretty solid at linebacker for yeah. the last few games. And he was injured, but he's he's back on that uh, that hundred man roster, hundred ten man, whatever okay, hundred man so roster. So he's back off of injury. They say he's catching up to speed. Um, okay. So Eric it, Lee, it sounds like he's having a really good off season. Okay. So I'm excited to see because we we know that when Lee was out there, it felt like he was kind of a weak link. He wasn't terrible, but um, I think he's a senior this year. He hasn't really proven a whole lot I'm not sure. but i also think he's a guy that can improve and if he's doing well in the offseason i look forward to see what he can do in the regular season but you know lamar jackson's out there you know boodle's out there um you know we Mulberry have in the middle yeah mulberry so. and linebacker you know i think our linebackers you know depth is is a little bit of a question but i think yeah. it's more of health we have honus and doman who's been hurt uh want to make sure those guys I are know, healthy honus can come back and you can have mulberry and well, honest, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Um, so, uh, Pudi, I'll get to your question about McCaffrey in a second. Um, Ross, you mentioned the offensive line scares the hell out of you this year. I, I think a lot of people are in your shoes. Um, defensive line, I'm not as, as yeah. worried about as I was at the beginning of the season. I guess my only thing is it seems like at this point, the at least the starters are pretty well known, and I'm not sure if that was the case at this point last year. No. So no, well, I mean, you got you got the Davis twins, you got the Daniels brothers, you know those four, and Ty Robinson is turning heads in camp too. Um, Ty Robinson has been doing really well um, on the defensive side of the ball, so really excited to see uh, see what he brings. Um, and so, Ross, you mentioned too, we fixed our open field tackling this year. Uh, defense could be turning heads. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I mean, can't agree more with that. If you if you get guys like JoJo Doman, maybe even like. I don't know if they're playing on how much they're playing on playing, but Garrett Nelson. I mean, he's a beast. The mullet, those, mullet man yeah, is. Yeah, you get those guys going to the ball. He, he be a lot hunts, better than it was last year. He hunts the ball. And a very popular picture and and shot for practice the other day was when I his helmet it. got knocked off. They said right away he pulled his pads back over his head, put his helmet back on, and said again, "Next, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's get it." He's ready to go. So he's a guy that's going to fight for that position as well. I think you'll see him play. You may not see him play. More than four games, but it also that, just kind of right. depends on how he does. Yeah. 
Um, or if they need him. Yeah, if they need him. Uh, but Doman, I mean, we know Doman's going to hunt that and ball. Ferguson. Uh, for, yeah, Ferguson. I mean, we talked about him, I think, the last show that we had. But I think Ty Ferguson's going to be a man to look out for. Deontay Williams is having a really good um, really good fall camp as well. Oh, yeah. So look He's for him as safety. St- He's going to be starting safety. Deontay sure. Williams, very excited to have him back there. Um, so I think we still have some guys coming back that I think they got that hunger. They're, they're ready to fight. Yeah. They're, ready to, they're ready to win. They didn't like last year. They didn't like the year before. These guys that are coming in their second, third, fourth year, they want to see change, and they uh, want nothing more to bring Nebraska back to prominence. And and that's what Martinez talked about earlier today was, you know, they have a really good opportunity, this team does, because from what he's seen on the offensive, defensive side of the ball in the offseason, to get Nebraska back to where they need to be at. Whether that's flipping the script to 8-4, going 9-3, and 10-2, 11-1, you know, their expectations are super high of themselves. You mentioned last year. I don't think that was the case. I think, I think there was more tentativeness last I year. I think there was some positivity. Yes. Last year because of like in the team because Martinez was looking really good. But it also took about half the season to really get everybody on board. Right. And you had to weed out a few that you didn't think you were going to have to. Yep. Unfortunately. Where they weed but... themselves out, and I think that actually made the team better and I think that made recruiting a lot easier for the coaches as these are the kind of players we're looking for. Pooty asked about McCaffrey. Is he going to yeah. redshirt this year? I, everything I've heard is probably not. It, it, they but say they say he's going to play. Yeah, I mean they say he's going to play. But I mean, is he going to be under that four game and be able to redshirt? I, I think they should probably try to do that if possible. I would assume so. I mean Let's say he plays against South Alabama. He plays against Northern Illinois. Yep. I mean, you find a couple other games that he maybe get out of hand and he's able to go in there. Well, I don't know that you're really necessarily going to need him to. Well, not every, and everything I've heard is Vedral's having a hell of a good yeah, game. I mean, yeah, if you if you have a game in hand and he's already played four games, yep. I mean, you can play Vedral. Well, and Coach Verduzco said already that Vedral is way ahead of where he was a year and a half, two years ago. They, yeah, they said – Ahead of where he was even at, yeah, in, and so in it sounds Florida. like and he that he played in Central Florida. He did, and so I think that's that's fantastic to know that Bedrill is right where he needs to be at, and even better uh, to be a solid backup to where McCaffrey don't play him in more than four games. Let's redshirt him because if Martinez is gone in a year or two, we still get McCaffrey for three years. I know the debate's been: do you put him? Do you put him at another position so that he's an athlete on the field? I probably di- would disagree with that Co- coach said he's quarterback you, you he's playing quarterback you have, i mean he's already <laughs> evidently learning the playbook i mean mm-hmm. at an unbelievable rate he's a mccaffrey he's a smart um, kid so he's way ahead of where probably they had expected him to be mm-hmm. but, absolutely uh, so why try to m- why mess with up? yeah um, i think he's also especially when you have a capable quarterback like bedroll yeah you might as well Red shirt. But I think there's McCaffrey, no reason. No reason. Four more years. Agreed. And I think that's what they'll do. I, I think Agreed. they said he's playing quarterback as in he's going to be a quarterback. He's not playing other positions, which is good. I think that's good for him because um, we, we're going to need him after Martinez is gone. Um, and we're going to need Bedrill this year. According to everybody, Martinez is going to be gone after next year. And he might be. Not this year. Yeah, yeah. After, junior, 20, after, 2020, after 2020. Yeah, after his junior year. So – um, Russell says Washington is looking explosive. He really is. I mean, everything I've seen and read about him is he's, yeah, he I hasn't mean, slowed down a bit. He was explosive last year, and yep. I, I can only imagine it's even even more explosive. Yep. So, um, yeah, so Ross agrees with us. You know, quarterback situation is phenomenal. I think we're in a great spot. Um, a spot that we have not been in. 
and in I, a long time. I think you look across the country, how many teams are going to say, hey, we have three very good quarterbacks that can come in and play. Yeah. Even though Luke McCaffrey, we haven't seen him in the college position. But I mean, we, we saw him in the spring game, which is obviously the spring game. If you've seen his, his brothers play, <laughs> yeah. one, one of them's at Michigan, right? Yeah, he played against yeah, us yeah. last year and they were blowing us out. But he's good. He's a good yeah. He's a baller, too. And then Christian, of course, was incredible. So I think we have a lot of good opportunity in the quarterback position to let, let Luke loose a little bit in a couple games, but don't extend him more than four games and get him that red shirt. And I think that's probably his expectation, too. He talked very highly of – the coaching, the coaching uh, crew. He talked very highly of the rest of the players and how he he talked about you know I can see why people want to come and play for Nebraska, and people want Nebraska to be back to where they were. I mean he he's talking about we we we, and that's what's great about these younger players when they talk to him is it's not me me me. It's we're a team, and not- whether I play or not, I'm fighting for a position. So is the guy across from me and next to me, and that's what's more important, not me. It's not Tate Martell. <laughs> oh my god, do, do we, we were going to talk about him. So before oh, we man. do, I apologize if you can hear a bunch of whining. The dog, is yeah, yeah, a whiner. Um, yeah. So Tate Martell is gonna. Uh, he's gone from Miami now. Um, he's not gone. I don't know. I no. I think is he I, back at practice? I, I think he he was back at practice okay. the next day. So he lost his but starting job. And they announced because they obviously play week zero. They play this week. Yeah. Uh, and he's but, not the starter. He's not the starter. But then one of his teammates actually took a picture of his locker tag that, with his name over his locker on the ground oh, and said funny. it said something like, uh-oh, <laughs> on his now, Instagram. I but. think they either said, you know, I mean, dude, you're always one play away yeah. from uh, the other quarterback going down, uh, and, yeah. and then you're, you're there. But also, like, maybe a position change or something. It's kind of funny. But, Anyways, he's but, a prima donna. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, but I, I like what I'm seeing and hearing in Husker camp this year. It's... You know, the expectations are super high. A lot of people, a lot of Husker fans are very much like 10 and 2, 11 and 1. Their, their expectations are ceiling and almost like we need to be close to that college football and, play, and playoff or bust. I, I get you, guys. I understand. I'm just as excited um, as anyone. But you got to. Pull the reins back a little bit. Breaks a little bit. Yeah. And just now, just let improvement happen. Now, looking at yeah, so Ross mentioned Ross. I think he cost a little late. We we did talk about those uh, those wide receivers. I I think you know we talked about last year with Stanley Morgan and Spielman being really the two guys that you could hope to get the ball. Spielman gets hurt. Maybe Washington out of the backfield or yeah. something. Spielman gets hurt. Washington or uh, Spielman gets hurt. Then we got Stanley Morgan as our number one target. We didn't know who number two, number three. Mike Williams, Cade Warner, Jaron Woodyard, our tight ends, Jack Stoll. Now we got Allen. Those guys are going to have to step up this year to really make an impact on our wide receivers. Um, but you know, speaking of hype, I think I would I would be happy is kind of maybe not the right word. But I think if we flip it from four and eight to eight and four, yeah. that that's success. I mean, a lot of people won't see that as a successful season. Well, but when you've been when, in a crap position like we've been when in, you're four and eight, four and eight the last two years. Yeah, going eight, eight and four is a eight big and sixteen around. in your last twenty four games. And if you really want to get technical, we can go back and it, it's even worse than yeah. that. So eight and four would be, you know. A decent bowl game. Yeah. Well, and, and Bill Moose said at Big Ten Media Days that 
he he wants to see a six win season and a lot of people took that the wrong way as if and he'd be satisfied with six wins i think he's saying we need to get to a bowl game and let's get the first six so let's talk about getting eight nine ten wins but not until we get those first six. Yeah, and I think and it's, I think that's I think it's a more good of like way to look at it. A good way to look at it would be like it's, you know, eight and four would be good. I mean, I want better than that, and I think we can do better than yeah. that. Based off of the schedule, how the schedule shakes out. Yep. Well, um, you said let's get those first six wins first before we talk about doing any better than that, because yeah. we get we haven't had six wins and, last two years, so you know it's a good focus. E- even if even if you go like. <clears throat> Eight and four, nine and three. You still have an opportunity to win the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. I think. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk about the West this year too. Um, so let's talk about our schedule real quick. So August thirty first, South Alabama, eleven a.m. Don't worry, I'm gonna have my cable internet all hooked up, ready to go yeah. that day before football starts um, on my new sixty five inch TV. Yeah. In um, my new house, so very excited about that. Um, South Alabama, I mean, that should be a win. Um, you yeah, know, we I thought mean, Toledo was going to be a win last year. Let's, uh, Troy. Troy, yeah, sorry. Um, Troy was going to be a win. and Well, we also thought that we were going to be playing Akron the first game. It's true. There's a lot, of, a lot of things didn't happen so, well last year. but um, Let's hope for another, not another natural yep. disaster. So, so, South Alabama, game one. Colorado in Colorado. Northern right Red out, we're going to be bringing lots of fans. Northern Illinois at home, Illinois on the road, Ohio State, Northwestern back-to-back at home. Then we got Minnesota on the road, Indiana at home. Purdue on the road, Wisconsin at home. Maryland on the road, Iowa at home. So I knew we played Maryland, Sergio. So I think our, our schedule is favorable. Um, it is. So a couple, couple things that stand out to me on our schedule um, – Illinois put up some points on us last year, but we really ran away with that game. Um, that was the game we went to? Yep. Uh, we could not stop. A.J. <laughs> Bush. A.J. Bush. But, he would just run every time. But I don't think they're going to – I think they still are going to be good, but I don't think they're going to be uh, even closer contending for the West. Mm, um, they're, they're not good. They're, Ohio State. They're like the only team that everyone said is going to finish last. No, in the West. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ohio State, Northwestern, back-to-back at home. We have some good home games. Wisconsin at home. Iowa at home. Um, man, those games are going to be fun. Um, I think we get Northwestern this year. I think we beat them at home. I think I think we have a good shot at Ohio State. No one knows what's going to happen at Ohio State. No well, one's seen Justin they Fields have a new, play. You know, new head coach. They have a new quarterback. That, so, And we know how that goes sometimes. We know maybe you're not very successful your Obviously, first year. Obviously, Ohio State. The way they recruit, they recruit at a very high level. But they also lost a lot of recruits. They they, they lost a lot of guys mainly because those guys are probably coming to play for Urban. But um, no idea why. Anyways, um, I think I think we beat Ohio State at home. I think we beat Northwestern at home. I think those two games yeah. we win. We beat Colorado on the road. So you think we're Wisconsin? Thinking? They just God. Why cannot? Why can we not beat Wisconsin? We can't. Um, I don't know. So I, they, I think they play old school Nebraska football and beat us. I think Purdue could be one of our could be a tough game. I don't know how the quarterback is though. Blau is gone. Is it uh, who? Thank God Blau's gone. He beat us for like who's the five uh, years straight. God, who's the quarterback now? His dad was a pro. Um, I'm not sure who their quarterback is. 
So he actually started over Blau, and he got hurt. And he wasn't playing well, but then he got hurt, and Blau came in, and the guy never saw the field again. Wow. I'll, I'll have to look that up. But um, but now you know they have their quarterback coming in. Um, let's see. So Ross says our whole whole season's on the back of the defense and special teams. We haven't talked about special teams yet. Um, Everything I'm hearing is pretty good. Yeah, field position has been terrible, but they did say that special teams has been a big focus this off season. Yeah, um, and field position has been terrible. Yep. So he says Minnesota, Maryland are a trip up game. So um, I was going to mention Minnesota as well. Um, Minnesota on the road. Um, Maryland's supposed to be a little better. Maryland's supposed to be a little better. Um, and and Purdue, we know what Purdue can do. They beat us last year. Um, I think they're going to be another tough opponent. Not that these other guys aren't, but I yeah. I definitely see a nine and three season I, this I was, year. But I'd be happy with eight and four. I was happy with eight and four. I was talking some people and they were they were saying you know they were listening to different podcasts and stuff and a lot of people were saying they thought Nebraska was going to go 9 and 3 but the three losses were going to be to teams that you didn't expect yeah like we might beat Ohio State lose to Purdue yeah beat but, Wisconsin <laughs> lose to Maryland yes uh you know beat Iowa lose to Minnesota. Damn it! Can Stuff we beat? Like can that. we please beat Iowa this year? Yeah, I know. Man, I get so much crap from people, and I'm, I'm so sick of, it sick of Iowa football fans thinking they're better than Nebraska when history does not say the same thing. But just the last four you years, you got us, a number. Just because you beat us in our worst freaking stretch. I get it, but let's end that this year and never let it slip from us yeah, again. Stupid. My God. Just so mad about that. <laughs> let's yeah. be let's beat Iowa. I, I think I think we're gonna have a successful season this year. Like I said, I I am going to predict nine and three. I do think we can go ten and two. I would agree with that completely. But there are a lot of a lot of things to look at. Like Ross mentioned, special teams. Field position last year was awful. From punt return to punting, it was both Oh yeah. It's atrocious. And, and you saw that every game, and your head's just like, oh, my God, we have to kick the ball, or we have to receive the punt again, and I, it hurt. I read an article about Deontay Williams being a starter mm-hmm. on sa- at safety, and he, like, has not forgotten about being on special teams against Troy. Yep. They punted, and he flew down there and went right by the guy, and then the guy ran it back for a touchdown. Yep. Which ended up being the difference in the game. How's that that game? Um, yeah. yeah, so I think it, um, there's a lot of things to look at this year, but overall I think we have a very talented team. We still have one of the youngest teams in the Big Ten and in the country, uh, definitely in the Big Ten, one of the younger teams. But can we win the West? Absolutely. I'll tell you what, Northwestern, everyone's like, oh, they're such a good team. They're a scrappy team. That's why they won the West. No, no, they got lucky. They got lucky last year that all the other teams in the West totally tripped on their own shoes. It's- Including us. Including them. us, because we should have beat them. They missed an intentional grounding that they could have called. They didn't. Um, or they should have called, but they didn't. But Northwestern, I mean, winning the West last year, you got a four-loss a four loss team that wins it. No, they were three. Loss. They were nine and three. Three loss. But either way, they, they almost lost their fourth game. They were not the team we want representing the West. You don't want no. a three-loss team representing the West. Because then you're going to go up against an undefeated or one-loss team from the East. 
it's. I just think that is asinine and shouldn't happen again. I think the West needs to be better. Needs to be stronger. You need to have a, a, like a, a ten and two. Yeah, but if Nebraska goes nine and three, wins the West, I'll be happy. That's okay. Yeah, I mean that's okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, I really think that though. I really think in the West, if it's not Nebraska, whoever does win the West needs to be ten and two at least. Let, let's get a two loss team up there and someone that has a chance at being in the college football playoff. Oh yeah, I mean, ideally eleven and one. Ideally, uh, or better. But I just don't think that's going to happen. In the West, they're going to we're going to beat up on each other again. There is, I will say, the West has gotten better than it was a few years ago. Well, and Purdue's the better. The East has kind of gone. Yeah, we've seen consistency exactly. with Michigan and Ohio State. Penn State has dro- <laughs> they've dropped. They've, dro- they've dipped. Wisconsin has dropped. No, Wisconsin's in our division. Oh yeah, Michigan yeah. State's Michigan dipped. State has dipped. Um. So our division, I mean, Wisconsin's always going to be there. Um, I was recently, I was going to be there. Um, Purdue's gotten better. Northwestern's pretty consistent. Minnesota is still the youngest they're, they're team. Getting, they're getting better. They're still young. Us, the they've, been, they've been young for three years under Flack. That's what he keeps saying is we're the youngest team. We're a young team. Dude, you've been young since you got there. We get it, but... Now you ain't rowing. You ain't red shirt You ain't rowing the boat in the right in the right yeah. direction, my man. Because you get he the guy talks. I don't even understand what he says half the time. Yeah. But Minnesota is turning. They're going to turn things around. They do have a good offensive defensive line. Um, but we can't be pushed around anymore. Nebraska's got to step it up on the offensive defensive line, and we got to be better. Ross, you got the same prediction as I do. Nine and three. I would love to be better. I would hate to be worse, but if we did go eight and four, I wouldn't complain too much just because it's a flip from what we did last you year. You win twice the as year many before. games as you won. <laughs> you win the same amount of games you won the last two yeah. seasons. So. Um, but uh, yeah, we got we got some good games this year. I, I think we got a favorable schedule with a very talented quarterback and guys at skill positions with a defense that should be improved. Yes. Much if they're better than they were last year, then we're we're gonna see a difference in the win column. Absolutely, and I think uh, uh, the two guys I'm gonna say the two guys on defense that I am really really excited about. Obviously, our defensive line is exciting. We got linebackers that are exciting. I'm excited about Boodle and Jackson. Yeah. As the defensive backs, I really hope to see uh, uh, Buda Wright in there get some playing time this year. Yeah. Um, I think these guys can be able to make a difference. Um. We were talking about it yesterday, you know, like the year we had like Prince Mukamara and Alfonso Dennard and like those guys, like Dejon Gomes. Yeah. Like we need a defensive, like we were good. At yes. That. We just had a crappy offense. Yes. But we shut it down. And I think we had lockdown corners. And, and I think that's what we have to look forward to this year with, with Boodle and I, Jackson out I there. I so. I think we are we're getting there, and I think we're, that's going to attract more people to come and play for us too. But, uh, but those are the two guys on defense I am deal. super excited about. I say my top two guys are going to make a big difference on defense. They're going to be our corners and, our, and then our safeties too. We're going to have I think those four are really going to be a big difference. Yeah. Offense. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, Mike Williams. Still my guy. I mentioned <laughs> it last year. I hope he steps up. Um, I really do. I think I keep singing his praises and thinking that he's going to step it up this year, so I really hope he does. And Dedrick Mills is number I two. I think Dedrick Mills is probably one I'm most excited about just to see. I think he's going to be a beast. Um, and probably Wandale, just because he's going to be 
touching the ball here, touching the ball there. Yep. You know, I know he's kind of small, but he's going to be getting his workload in. I think everyone's excited to see him play. Yeah. I think he's excited. All guys with uh, marijuana potential marijuana charges. It seems like they're good. there's a loophole in the system. Yeah. AKA they play football, so they're going to let him go. Um, <laughs> yeah, <talking laughs> that's your loophole. It's football. They play football. They're like, oh. Uh, no, just don't magically show up to court on that date. Oh, oh, you have season tickets? Oh, you got box seats? What? Weird. Weird. <laughs> so Micah, yeah, so Micah is talking about um, uh, Sue, Turner, Crick, Allen, having those guys on the defensive line that year. It was the same. Was yes. incredible. If we, yeah, if we have something kind of similar to that. We could. Freaking We, we awesome. need to get back to the black shirt way, I think. Um and hopefully, you know, Shenander took a lot of crap last year. Um, Especially from McKenna. Yes. But we're also – people have to remember what those coaches inherited from the Riley staff and the work ethic, and they weren't being pushed to the limits. Yeah. Scott Frost said that he has to tell them to slow down in practice. Oh, yeah, man. They've been hitting it. He's like, you guys you guys need to slow down and – They've been, like, getting in fights pull it back and a little getting bit. into it because they've been going, like, full tilt. Yeah, and that's what – I don't want guys getting hurt if they're going to get in a fight, but let's let's get some good competition in uh, one of those – this, guys want to win starting jobs. Yeah, one of those practices where um, I think it was Deontay and Mike Williams going at it mm-hmm. in one of those practices, and they ended up shoving the two guys that were going to come in for them next – they shoved them out of the way and said again, and they got back in line. They're like, "We're doing this again." Like that's they are pushing each other to the limit, to where they want their teammates to compete. And said, "If you're not competing at my level, you're not winning your job. If you're no. not competing at my level, you're not going to be playing on this team, or you're not going to be a starter." And or you're not, yeah, you're not going to be seeing the field. That type of competition is what we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, there hasn't been the competition with each other or against each other offense defense to say I'm going to push you harder than you've been pushed in your entire life and that's what we're going to do right now. Um it's good. It's a good thing. Uh so going off the possession. So Mike asked, you know, I almost feel like our football players are being targeted on campus for possession. Thoughts. Um Here's the deal. No one's there. It's only the football players. And the, yeah, and, you at know that point, I mean? yeah. Cuz there's not nearly as many kids at school. But but, but you they have, probably are. You have campus officers specifically going by those dorm rooms. What are they putting their nose up to the door? I mean, it just it seems a little weird, but <laughs> marijuana possession or paraphernalia possession is I think the worst of anybody's worries when it comes to football because that always gets swept under the rug unless someone's dealing. Well then it I mean, even even Stanley Morgan, I think before last season it happened. No idea. And yeah, it happened in the like it happened in like the spring or the winter yeah. after the his junior year. And by the yeah. time his senior year started, but people even forgot about it. It is weird, yeah. They may have been some of the only ones on campus, but the fact that these officers like man, when I when I was in the dorms, you know how many times I saw my RA? He was below me. You know how many times we were drinking in the dorms when we weren't of age? All the time. We sn- yeah. we walked beer right by. You know how many times we got in trouble? Once. And it was because it was my birthday, the day after Christmas. We were the only ones on South Campus. And we got busted. I mean, duh. That's I'm what a, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm an because, idiot. No, because you guys were the only ones there. But it was a loud party. No, yeah. So that's why the RAs. I mean, the that's campus officers but... were, if they are, the officers have no reason to go walking by the dorm rooms unless they, someone calls, makes a call. 
So is someone making a call and saying, hey, I smell weed from the room next door? Like, are the basketball players doing it? Soccer players? Like, who's, who's there doing this? Oh, because so, the basketball players are doing it, too. I know. So <laughs> that's the, they don't want to be caught. they don't have men's soccer. They don't want to be caught. They, they don't have men's soccer. So. Like women's soccer. But they don't want to get caught, so the basketball players are calling all the football guys. But are they being targeted? I don't know. That's a good question. But like I said, I think it's kind of silly that a small a small possession charge or paraphernalia charge or suspicion of they might smell it, but they can't find it. Okay, so they were smoking. You can't find it. Like, what are you gonna charge them with? I saw Wandale's got dropped. I think they're all gonna get dropped. Is what it sounds like. Which I think is fine. I mean. You had Alabama guys a few years back had weapons in their car and they dropped the entire charge because they said they couldn't say it was his or his or his. It could have been someone else's and they play football. So, you know, illegal stolen guns too. So I think, are they being targeted? Maybe. Uh, do I think it's a big deal? No, because it's going to get dropped. Uh, Dominican Sue hit five parked cars, said he swerved it because there was a squirrel. There's- no, he was drunk. Come on. I mean, you, hit, you hit five parked cars. Like, no, you were drunk. Yeah. Uh, what's his uh, bucket? Uh, Coach Cook, volleyball. His daughter was involved in a hit-and-run accident. She got away with it. She got away with it. Uh, she was scared. She drove away. She came back later uh, when the cops were still there. But she got to play. I mean, they're but ath- athletes. Tommy Armstrong, Jordan Westercamp. <laughs> yes. Had a filming situation. Yes. So I, I feel like, you know, athletes always have to be on their best behavior. They're also kids. They're also 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. They're going to do things that you and I did when we were that age. But guess yeah. what? We weren't high-profile athletes. If we got caught, we're probably getting charged. Yeah, you're um, probably getting an MIP. Or you yeah. might get a small fine. I mean, that that's, that's nothing to – you know they're not going to charge them because yeah maybe they, it's because they play football. I'm not worried about marijuana. Or maybe they get an MIP, but it doesn't matter. If they're doing coke, they're doing heroin, they're selling guns, selling drugs. Yeah. Those kind of things are bigger. Kick them off the team. Yeah. But for a small amount of weed, listen. I know it's annoying. I'm sure yeah. it's got, it all because yeah, this off season there was quite a few. I'm sure Frost was pissed. Well, and I guess it kept guess happening. What? I guess your captains are probably pissed off too. I bet Mulberry's having a talk with him, but he's in their face. Yeah, hey, keep pissed. it off. Keep it off campus. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, don't do it in your don't do it in your dorm room. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm not worried about it. A lot of people are mad about it, thinking, "Oh, Scott Frost has his team under control." Like he he's, he can't babysit them. They're yeah, they're can't adults. Hold their hands. Um, if they screw up and he's got to do he's got to do punishment for a game or whatever it might be or worse, he's gonna handle it. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, Scott Frost still like, just looks like he put on the pads and just Jeez, destroy you see people. Jack, he was when he was throwing. A, did you see that picture of him throwing the ball? Oh yeah. yeah. His arms were like this big. I'm like, the dude's gotten bigger from last year. Guy, can he? Can we suit him up? Can we suit him up? That'd be um, awesome. Anyways, we're we're hitting about 50 minutes yeah, here, guys. We're probably uh, a little longer than we maybe 45 thought. after a little technical difficulties to start with. Um, everybody that that joined in today, we appreciate you joining. Uh, like I said, we're we're happy to be back. Um, I'm super happy that football is back. It's it's just kind of flown by, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like we got a week and a half till football starts, or technically next week. Um, I'll probably watch Miami, Florida. Well, but I definitely will because last week, last year, week zero was like wasn't much. Whatever. I watched because it was football, but yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so we're excited. We're excited to be back. Uh, two hours, guys. Fifth season. Um, we're once again, we're doing this for fun. We. We do our best to research what we can and just want to come we out here. Yeah, and, we don't know everything. And really just enjoy enjoy talking Husker football. And enjoy the people that are here. Um, our, our goal is just to have fun. Yeah, and honestly, it's either 
it's fun to talk about after a win because you're just excited and you want to talk about it, or you're pissed because we lost <laughs> and you just want to let all your anger out. Yes. So uh, that's kind of why I love it. Yes, but really want to say thank you to everyone that joined in today. Um, you know, Ross, Micah, uh, Pooty, you're out there. Millers. Um, Miller. Uh, Miller time. Thank you very much. Um, you know, Russell, thank you so much. Uh, I hope to see you guys every week. Um, you know, we'll, we're going to try to get a show over at Husker Hounds this year, too. Uh, oh, we, yeah, we've we, talked to um, the owner, Scott, a couple times, yeah, and he would love to have us. A couple times. So we're going to try to get out there and do a show from Husker Hounds. Yeah, um, that'd be fun. Maybe sometime early in the season, uh, maybe before, like, the Ohio State game. Um, we'll do something fun, though. We're excited. Yeah. Um, maybe we can talk uh... – Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Kenny said he wants to be on the show. Uh, we got Yoshi Hardrick, yeah, uh, Jamarcus Hardrick. He's up in Canada he, playing football. He's playing CFL, but he said he doesn't do anything but play football. So he said he'd love call, to come drink beer with he, us. He, he can either come or call in or call in or whatever. So uh, and then also Josh Williams. So uh, we we had some we've met some good guys that oh, yeah, that yeah, like yeah. what we do, and uh, we're just gonna keep going on and having fun. So appreciate you guys joining us today. Once again, I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. You guys have a great night, we'll and see you next uh, time. we got a cut. We'll try may, try to do a show next week, but it might not be till season one. But we'll keep you posted on social yeah, media. Yeah, might not be till after week one, but we'll yeah. see you next time. All right, take care.